Welcome back to Peace of Mind Prepared Podcast. Please visit peaceofmindprepared.com. So, a lot of talk in the uh, podcasts and blogs about coronavirus, potential huge collapse. Uh, Part of the reason this podcast and website are called Peace of Mind Prepared is because I did not uh, want to use a lot of uh, fear-driven language when encouraging people to to prepare. Um, So, uh, you know, it's hard to know what coronavirus will do. I'm not saying, you know, to be any less prepared than as prepared as you can be but at the same time i'm not going to tell you that uh you know the world's ending you better get out there now i don't know i put a link on the site to an interesting conversation i had i heard um not that i had that i heard uh on another podcast that i think kind of takes some more Things could get really bad view of the coronavirus situation. And I think it's worth considering, but at the same time, I'm not sure I fully agree with it. But uh, I want to be a resource for you, but I admit I am not the end-all resource for your preparedness. Um, But I thought I'd share with you today some of my own thoughts on collapse. Uh, These are just kind of brief thoughts that I put together on a post. Again, that's in the blog section. Um, But if you prefer to listen uh, rather than read, um, then uh, listen away. I'm pretty much going to be reading the post, but with uh, hopefully enough inflection to keep it interesting. Okay, so though it would be unwise to live in fear of a republic-wide catastrophe... It's wise to prepare for large-scale disasters that may occur. Pandemic, war, mass rioting, fuel shortage, hyperinflation, or another event could lead to food shortages and or long-term power outages in your area and across the country. Below are some thoughts on surviving a collapse situation. Though it sounds like fluff, having the proper mindset in a long-term emergency situation is actually extremely practical. Proper mindset is something that is cultivated over time. If you are easily discouraged in your day-to-day, if unexpected traffic or a critical word from your boss can ruin your weekend, it may be a signal that investing in mental and emotional fortitude could help you live a happier life. We all get discouraged at times, but developing the habit of putting hardships in perspective so that we have enough emotional energy to excel in the work before us will help us thrive in our day-to-day as well as in unusual misadventure uh so yeah just some commentary on my own writing um i really believe that's true uh i think we all struggle with mindset to some extent um but to i think part of preparing is uh really investing in the skills i think we expect sometimes it's we expect to have a positive attitude or we just kind of expect if we tell ourselves you know or we think if disaster strikes you know some supernatural um proper mindset will take over uh, that's possible but 
the same time, it's also good to cultivate uh, that mindset now. Might as well thrive in the time being. And also, you know, you reap what you sow. So if you're sowing discouragement and kind of a, a weak weakness in the face of small hardships, you might reap weakness in the face of a big hardship. So anyway, moving on. Um, okay, so this is uh, my own beliefs here on what uh, some of what it means to hold things in proper perspective. Uh, I believe proper perspective takes into account the atoning death and justifying resurrection of Christ, as well as God's sovereignty over the world. Believing we are forgiven by God because Christ paid the penalty we deserve frees us from the burden of guilt and instills in us a gratitude that can overcome the desire to complain when things get hard. As we look forward to our ultimate resurrection and rest assured that what happens to us now is in God's control, we can face hardship with optimism that will with the optimism that it will form our character and lead to uh, greater fulfillment in our eternal state. I've been greatly helped uh, in deepening this perspective by the book The Rare Jewel of Christian Contentment by Jeremiah Burroughs um, and have begun to write a summary that can be found in the spiritual preparation section of this website. So that's under core preparedness. Um, Okay, and then I just know you may disagree about uh, with me about proper perspective, what in your worldview is going to uh, keep you going, even if it looks like everything is collapsing around you, and you know your hopes of the life that you had dreamed of are lost? Um, it's a good question to ask yourself. Whether collapse ever happens or not, if your worldview is one that <coughs> could sustain you in that kind of situation. Um, that gives reason for hope, uh, even when uh, there's material loss uh, of extreme proportions. Okay, now into the more you know, um, kind of broader appeal uh, preparedness talk. Um, okay, so food and water storage is a must. That's been discussed in the core preparedness section, uh, but more can be said on this topic. Uh, you know, I'm just going to kind of summarize, move through this quickly here. You know, a lot of t- times, you know, we, uh, and don't get me wrong, it's good to have silver coins and things like that for, you know, they're a good hedge in- against inflation, things like that. But we think in the collapse, you know, when the hyperinflation, you know, that we may be trading these things, uh, and that's possible. But if you're in an area that is where, you know, you're far from food supply and the grocery store is empty, you know, the silver coin isn't going to be worth much if somebody doesn't know if more food is coming. So being well stocked on uh, food, um, uh, canned food, like that will be a valuable currency in itself uh, should a total collapse come. Uh possibly even more so than, you know, silver and gold, because if you can't turn it into food quickly and you're starving, silver and gold don't mean much then. Um, No, two, ammunition, especially uh, if you're in an area where people know how to hunt and are using their ammunition to get food, um, that 
also may be a currency. It's it's probably easier to transport in in a lot of ways than uh, cans of food. But you really don't want to trade. You don't want to hand ammunition to a desperate person with a gun in exchange for something unless you really trust that person. So not necessarily recommending that, but I think it's worth noting. Um, In addition to thinking about food as a currency in a total collapse situation, uh, being able to grow food is obviously a skill to have, you know, and having land. And if you are in a situation where you can really be turning your yard or, you know, uh, your larger plot of land into something that is continually productive, um, then, I mean, that's great. You may have to find a way to protect it in a total collapse, depending on how strong your community is, but, um, definitely be growing food. You know, I, I'm a big, uh, proponent of heirloom variety seeds and then harvesting your own seeds and reusing them. And, uh, I also have an ebook in addition to the one you get for signing up for the mailing list. That's this, an ebook that's more about gardening, um, it's reply to any email with a screen cap of, and doesn't have to be the whole receipt, but just showing that you bought something on through one of the links on the site and get that ebook. Also, there's a link on in this post to a free seed starting guide from one of our uh, affiliates. So, or I guess I'm their affiliate, whatever. Uh, you know what I mean. So going to uh, soil enhancement, the importance of composting. Composting is really best done with leaves. I know a lot of times we talk about composting, we talk about food scraps and and different things. Food scraps are good for red worm, like earthworm uh, bins. Uh, So if you, and and then, you know, the the worms are great for your soil. Uh, You can keep them in, you know, your, your compost or your food scrap in composting really wanting something to break down and enrich the soil um that's really better done with leaves uh you can i guess throw old tea bags in in there you know but uh or even better yet loose leaf tea that you've used or tear open the tea bag but really um the best thing that compost is leaves you got a bright kind of leaves though and I believe that's noted in 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 the um, in the ebook uh, as far as you know certain leaves are are not ideal I'm not gonna get into that right now though um, and then uh, the last note was just having a great uh, um, you know uh, first aid kit having in addition to just like first aid things like tourniquets compresses and being able to stop bleeding um you know because if you're injured and stuff like that and the hospitals are already overwhelmed because people are sick and yeah you don't want to be in that situation um so those are just some thoughts you know that get into talking about generators power supply backup you know there is one brief post on the site also about like long-term 
power outages and you know the use of solar panels and like a, a you know battery backup um but uh, I think that's gonna wrap it up because these are meant to be brief these are just my thoughts uh again peace of mind preparedness is is meant to help you be prepared for things like that but also prepared for you know the smaller setbacks meant to be practical brief to the point and uh good you know good site to share with people who are sort of intimidated or uh about the idea of you know prepping because they're like oh that's for apocalypse fearing guys but uh you know we're normal folk who want to be responsible and hope this uh, helps you on that journey. Thanks again. Have a great day. Please visit peaceofmindprepared.com.